Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bolin Branch sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get even softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus 15% off your first order with code Odyssey. So head to b o l l and branch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Darren Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Brought to you locally by Smiley One. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One. The right choice for your comfort. Darren, when we last picked off, or picked off like a good interception, uh, we were talking a little bit about the Browns and Dolphins going into this weekend. And, you know, you talked about how fragile the league is, is that the Browns have to win every week if they want to hang in, especially in games against the AFC where they have been abysmal this season. And it's really going to hurt them if there is a postseason dream or a hope um and and just kind of breaking down the Dolphins I think the biggest thing that just stands out to you obviously is the way Tua can play the game but he's got Jalen Waddle he's got Tyreek Hill um he's got some quality wide receivers um on this team that can make the ball um move down the field quickly but I, I do thought I do think it was interesting you brought it up they only have 13 more points than the Browns do this year yeah, and you know, again, going back to the standings here, is I I you know look at the results and the schedule from this season. They have five AFC losses already. The They've Browns, lost yeah. to the Jets, the Chargers, the Patriots. I'm sorry, four. The Ravens, four. They have four AFC losses. If they lose Sunday, that makes five. Okay. And remaining on the schedule, because remember, that's, what, it, the th- that's a third tiebreaker for the postseason, too. Yeah, second or third tiebreaker. It's the second or third, but it's an important tiebreaker. And so remaining on the schedule is the Dolphins, the Bills, the Texans, Bengals, Ravens, and Steelers. So they have six more AFC games remaining on the schedule. But if you go to one in five against the AFC, that's you're you're all but kind of cooked in that formula and then really your only hope is that you're gonna somehow chase down the Baltimore Ravens to win this division which I don't think is gonna I don't think anyone's chasing down I think Baltimore is gonna win the division 
Um, so I, I just, I don't see that happening. So that, that's, that is the mathematical importance of this game Sunday. And, you know, the, the, the challenges of, you know, facing Miami, uh, what makes them tough to deal with while they might not run the ball a lot, they have run it somewhat effectively. Number one, number two, they really use the middle of the field in their offense, which is somewhat problematic for the Browns because that's an area where they're, they're, uh, weak in depth and they've been frankly they've just been weak all season um and they can go vertical with with uh both uh waddle and uh hill so it's not an easy offense to defend um hopefully denzel ward can come back this week um he's not as of this podcast as of this podcast he's not 100 percent out of the protocol He's pra- he practiced on Monday and Wednesday. We'll as we tape this on a Thursday morning. We'll see what he does t- uh, on Thursday and Friday here. Uh, but like they need Denzel Ward to come back, and j- just especially from a-, a depth standpoint to help out with uh, Tyree Kill. And that's a tough thing, right? I mean, Denzel hasn't played in three weeks. If you throw in like you throw in the bye week, that's four, right? And then all of a sudden, he's if he assuming he comes back, he's got to help slow down Tyree Kill. And it, and it, it was um, it was kind of funny talking to Sione Takitaki and Deion Jones on Wednesday about like trying to simulate Tyree Kill's speed and stuff like that. And they just right. both, like rolled their eyes and laughed and like, "You ain't sim." <laughs> I mean, we're gonna you know the offense is giving us some good looks this that the other but yeah you just ain't sim- simulating that dude there are just some guys in the league you can't simulate right I, like Lamar Jackson I would I would put him in that category you can do some of the things that he does in practice but I don't know that you can do it at the speed with which he he does it right and that's really the the challenge. And so the approach for the Browns really seems to be with dealing with Tyree Kill is that he's going to get the ball, right? The Dolphins right. are going to find ways to get him the football. So how they know they have to deal with him is basically when he catches the ball, they got to get him on the ground. They, they, they seem to feel like if they can limit the, the yards after the catch, that that will be – uh, uh, I don't want to say beneficial because that's you know staying out, but that that that's like critical to their to their uh, approach defensively. That when Tyreek does get the ball in his hands, they got to get him on the ground as soon as possible. Their tackling uh, has to be sound uh, and, and on point. And as we know, again, another problem that this team has had early in the season: their tackling hasn't always been the crispest. But as I say that, Andy, having uh, I, I did spend a lot of time watching a lot of teams around the league during the bye week. And I got to tell you, the tackling in the NFL is pretty terrible. It's right. not, it's not just a Browns thing. Um, so I kind of feel bad for like, you know, going off on them because they can't tackle. It's an NFL thing. Like the, the tackling in this league is just really crap It's not that great. 
Um, and, and I don't know why that, and I think, you know, part of that's because you don't do life tackling in practice. And again, the reason you don't do life tackling in practice is because you don't want to get anyone hurt. Right. Cause for if, sure, for if sure. someone gets injured in practice and it's during a life tackling drill, guess what happens? All the fans want the coach fired because he's an idiot for tackling in practice. And if it's a good player flushing millions down the toilet for no reason, a hundred percent, I get that the dollars um, involved have like changed how the league operates. And even though it has affected the product, mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. it certainly has not affected the quality of the games and the fan interest in the league and stuff like that. So until you see that happen, yeah, they're they're going to it's going to be a continuous protection of the players leading up to the games during the week. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, so Daryl, as you know, we do tons of research on this um, on this show, and we go deep. I we, mean, we, we go, have we, a whole research go, division. Oh man, we go deeper than anybody else. So I have someone who has been checking out Miami radio for the past week to find out what they're talking about. Much like you know, we have spies that listen to us while we're talking throughout the week, right? Spies that are which is to why us. we're not allowed to watch Browns practice when they're doing eleven on eleven, so we don't actually right. post any video. That's why drones are not allowed around the penitentiary out in Berea. Um, that is why visiting media is not permitted to watch a uh, practice. Uh, should they be in town uh, covering the Browns? It's, it's, you know, a lot of top secret stuff happens in the national football league. Um, so anyway, so I've, we've got someone undercover for us. Who's listening okay. to Miami radio. Um, I'll just call it. Let's give him a code name. Chip code name. Chip. I like that. Uh, I worked with a guy named Chip. Codename Chip. These are his three major points that he's picked up from Miami radio this week. So okay. I mean, this is some major league undercover stuff. One, uh, they're reminding people that it's a whiteout on Sundays for everyone to wear white t-shirts to the game. That's a big okay. deal. Well, th- th- that's good. That means it'll be easier to see the football when it's in the air. Good, good point. Okay. So now, now you're thinking now it's worth every penny that we spent on undercover man. Next um, here. He's also infiltrated the fact that as a former Clevelander, we're getting infra- inside information who played for Miami. That's OJ McDuffie, who went to Penn State, but also played at Hawken. Um, he said that OJ McDuffie says the Dolphins run defense scares him most about Sunday. Their run defense. It is, it, it is eerie how when you look at the numbers between these two teams, especially right. against the run, they are virtually identical. Well, yeah, I mean, the they're Dolphins, like the Poltergeist twins. Yeah, I mean, the Dolphins are giving up almost five yards a carry. They, well, I, it's around four and a half to five yards per carry. Uh, and I, I do believe earlier in the podcast we uh, talked about the importance of using the running game again. Like it's a weekly thing with the Browns. Like uh, make sure you use the running game. 
Root for rain on the ball. Now, he did have four points. I'm going to give you three because the fourth point was about a commercial for um, a strip club. So I'm not going to go into that one. But oh, that no, was no. Also- I think I think our audience wants to hear that. I think um, we need to hear that one. Well, I'll tell you the fourth one was he says that they the radio station that he was listening to in Miami runs an ad uh, for a gentleman's club where you can get a burger at lunch uh, and see very beautiful people there at the same time. That That, that is – you know what? You just you don't get that kind of intel on any other Browns podcast. No, I don't know how you would know anything else other than that. Uh, but he also said the other point was that Miami Radio, one of their topics of conversation was uh, Tua should be in the MVP combo. I I don't disagree with that. Um, when you look at Tua's numbers, I'll, I'll just pull them up for you here real quick. Uh, you know, we, we, we talked about – 69.9% of his passes completed. His touchdown to interception ratio is like beyond insane. 15 mm-hmm. to 3. Like he doesn't throw interceptions. Um he hasn't seen this Browns defense yet. Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> <right. laughs> um how many you know, interceptions do we even have this year? We hardly have any. Uh the Browns? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It it they yeah, they don't uh they don't throw they, they don't come up with a lot of interceptions, just three. The Browns have three. thrown six. Yeah, the Browns have thrown six interceptions as a team. And uh, they've only picked off three passes. Hmm. Crazy. Um, well, I mean, that, I mean, that's why them creating those turnovers against the Bengals was such a big deal because that's quite frankly something that the defense hasn't done a lot of uh, this year is they've not created uh, many turnovers, and that's uh, you know that's somewhat difficult when you're not giving your offense those extra opportunities and and on the flip side your offense unfortunately at times um you know uh, the browns have uh you know thrown six interceptions they've lost uh, uh, a couple of fumbles uh too like when when your defense isn't creating those extra opportunities through turnovers it just it it makes it even more uh difficult but again i, I just i can't stress this enough like Jacoby Brissett's been pretty damn good for the Browns. He has exceeded my expectations. There's I think only he's exceeded one, everybody's, yeah. Like there's Dude, only, hang on, hang there's on, only let's, one let's, game you can say that he he you know, know that was it. Yeah, you're right. Every, yeah, I'm every with you other that. game he's been fantastic. His completion percentage is like three three points over his uh career average. Um, granted, his touchdown to interception ratio is not all that great, but man. Jacoby's been really, really good. But yeah, I I, I totally get the conversation uh, down in Miami about wanting to have Tua in the MVP race because when you look when you look at his numbers and you look at their record, right? They're six and three. Um, yeah, I, I think he should be in the con. I don't know necessarily he he should win or he's going to win, but um, if the if the Dolphins go on to win that division uh, and he maintains this particular pace. Um, sure. Uh, he's, uh, he's also almost to 2000 yards passing already at the midpoint of the season. So he's on it's, pace for yeah. 4,000 yards. It's been an impressive season. Let's talk more about Miami. And we also want to pay tribute to one of our own here in a moment. So we'll do that when we come back. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you want to be a part of the show or you want to hit the mailbag, all you need to do is hit us up on social media at game day, game day CLE. CLE and at game day CLE, whether it's Twitter or Instagram back after this. 